0: Oh, what a week, my let's keep it real people. Well, January is my month. Crazy busy, right? New Year's resolutions, fresh start, reset button. So for me, and being in the health and wellness field, explosions everywhere of fun and exciting new things. And I love it. I love all the talks, the webinars, the podcast meeting new people. It's just so crazy. Coaching them anytime I can inspire anyone in any way, I'm all about it. And this week, I was a guest on other people's podcasts, which was really fun being on the other side of it. And I also had guests that for the first time in a long time had totally different point of views than me. Now I'm not a political show at all, but when we get to chit chat before I push record, there were a few I recorded this week that I was like, okie-dokie, totally different points of view than me. And I was like, Sandy, listen to them, hear them, eyes open, no judgment. And then when you're done, Remind them it's not a political show. We better stay with, you know, a little bit of what we said we are going to talk about. And it it all did work well. But it was shocking to me because I think many of my friends and family are all coming from similar points of view. I mean, yeah, we disagree now and then. So I thought it was really good for me. Really, really good. And I enjoyed it. But this week's guest, Lisa Gold. ah. Oh. Fireball, Love this woman. I met her at one of my virtual Monday meetings for the charity organization that I'm an advisor. flowbell Shout out to flowbell Love them. And Dan Snyder, who always connects me to the most amazing people. And she was at one of these, and I just fell in love with her. She was just so cool. I mean, it's a lot of people, but I know in the middle of it, we weren't even in a breakout room. I said, I'm going to reach out to you. I have to have you on my show. And she deals a lot with actors. She's a singer. She's an actress herself. She's probably started movies, theaters. I'm probably missing something, but she definitely is in a freaking amazing singer. I cannot wait for you to hear her breakout song. I don't even know where it is in the podcast, but it's incredible. And I just said, hey, what are you saying for me? And bam, acapella, there she went. And I loved it. But she gave tips for everyone. How do you put yourself out there? How do you ask for what you're worth? It's tough, isn't it? Because that's the big thing. It doesn't matter what you do for profession. There's many of us now that are in positions, not even if you have your own business, but just say, hey, I'm worth this. I'm worth this time. I'm worth this money. How do you set yourself up for success and really have that confidence to go, I'm worth it, damn it. Well, Lisa helps so many people with that. I know when you listen to this, you will be able to relate and you'll find pearls of wisdom I did of how to stick up for yourself and know, hey, I've done so many things. Look at all the things I've done that are awesome sauce. I'm incredible. And she pulls that out of you and gets that, not just the creative side, but the business mind in gear. Love it. Have fun, enjoy, don't forget, like it, rate it, share it. It really, really does mean the world to me. Hello. Hello. My let's keep it real people. I've been excited about this woman. Now I don't know her that well, but man, was she charismatic when I met her on one of these webinars and I thought, Ooh, I have to have her on my show. I have to have her on my show. So before I bring her on, let me tell you about Lisa Gold. Lisa is a commercial actor, ooh, a big band singer and host spanning a 48 Oh, mama. 40 years of performances. She is also a two-time, oh, I should talk to her about this, number one best-selling author, public speaker, and marketing coach, helping, oh my goodness, this is so much stuff, helping creatives of all kinds monetize, who I need that, their arts businesses. Yeah, we're not good at that sometimes, us artists. Lisa is most proud. I can relate to that. She doesn't know. I have five cats and a dog. Lisa is most proud of being a dog and cat mom and unapologetically loves <laughs> General Hospital ever since All My Children was
1: canceled. Well, Lisa, how are you? <laughs> well, hearing my own bio, uh, hearing my own introduction, I'm like, well, that's a very interesting, crazy ass person, but yes i'm I'm doing great this morning. Thanks for having me on.
0: you know what Isn't it weird that when you actually sit back and listen to someone talk about you and you're like, "Oh, I did that, oh, I did that Wow, I did that I, isn't that cool?
1: It is, and I've done a lot of a lot of stuff I might like say that, you know, uh, it, it would be interesting to other people. It was interesting to me at the time I did it, but it that was just me doing me, you know. So, yeah, yeah. But to other people like, oh, you've been there, you've done that, because there's a lot of stuff that's not even in that introduction, Sandy Joy, that you <laughs> would be very interested in. So, but Well, let's get there. <laughs> All right. But first,
0: but first, one word, Lisa, if you could pick a word that best describes your past 30 days, it could be anything. What would it be? Awareness. Okay. Awareness. Why awareness?
1: Because I've used this time um, to really look as an observer of my own thoughts and actions. Like I've been kind of really observing what I put in my body to eat and drink Uh, how I'm taking care of my physical self how I'm taking care of my emotional self and my thoughts and I really that only comes through awareness or you know self-awareness but awareness of what other people and what they say are influencing my actions and thoughts I've just been spending a lot of time checking in with what the heck's going on in this life. So I'm so glad
0: you said that because a lot of people say mindful, but it's the same thing when people say, well, what's mindful mean to you? It means being aware of my thoughts and what I'm doing and what I'm saying and being in the present moment. And I know that sounds like so cliche, but you know how many times we're not like, we just wander off and just go through the actions. I mean, I don't know about you, but I just drove somewhere today and I'm like, wait a minute, how'd I get there? I don't know.
1: Oh, you know, when I was singing for a living, um, I've had that experience of being on stage and then being at the end of the song, not remembering the whole rest of the song. And uh, somebody said, well, that's because you're so present. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> when you're present, you're aware. I'm like, I think I just went uh, on, a, on a mind trip somewhere, and now I came back to being present. But anyway, yes, I, 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 I'm right there with you. <laughs> okay.
0: So uh, of all the stuff you said, I just, I can't figure this one out why General Hospital? Please tell me more, Lisa. I need to know about General, because I don't know anything about it, but it fascinates me.
1: Well, you know what I love about soap operas in general, uh, or daytime dramas, as they be as they prefer to be called, is that you get into a relationship with a character. And if you stick with the show long enough, it's the only medium where you get to grow and change as these characters grow and change. I mean, I've been, I was, I watched all my children from the time I was in, uh, gosh, grade school, then high school. When I went to college, I I literally scheduled my college classes around all my children so I could watch it in the commons area for Mm. lunch. And then when videotape came out, thank goodness, you know, no matter what I did, I taped that show. I was, you know, proud to be a part of this family. It was all about connection and connectivity. And when it was announced that all my children was going to go off the air – uh, and by the way, that's one of my biggest claims to fame. I, I got to be on the show for three whole months. What? Uh, yes. Uh, that, but I'll, but I'll, I'll circle back to that in a minute. But um, when it went off the air in 2011, it was like a death in the family. I actually held a brunch with a bunch <laughs> of friends to watch the last episode together. It was Yeah. It was my, you know, uh, vice, my legal drug, my addiction, yeah. um, and then I just couldn't watch soaps for years. And then I don't know what got me started again, um, but some of the characters—by uh, the way, One Life to Live—went off the air at the same time, and then some of those characters were brought on to General Hospital. So a couple years later, I tuned into General Hospital, and I go, "Oh, I recognize that face. I recognize that that face," and then started to watch that show and. Um, one of the people that I've worked with in the years over, uh, you know, time in the creative world is somebody that I helped become a writer on All My Children, who is now a writer on General Hospital, Uh and, uh, he took me to the Daytime Emmys, and, and I get sometimes some inside scoop on things that are coming down the pike, and it's just fun, (laughs) it's just fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: So it's like head. escape right it's a different part of life you, know, you can escape into and you get attached to it. hey listen i i didn't watch that show but when seinfeld went off the air ugh, it was horrible we all gathered around we got drunk yeah we did
1: <laughs> it's a loss it's right it's a daily thing if it's something you can count on if it's there it's comfortable yeah. it's stationary and when it goes away it's it is it's it's a loss and um yeah you know and we're experiencing a lot of of loss since you know uh the the pandemic and covid and all that stuff so uh, literally our our tv show families are the things that we count on the most that's really important that's why the entertainment industry is still open here in los angeles and some people are upset about that because if we're still uh, staying at home and the only thing we can do at home is watch the box um take away the the the, the new uh, things on the box and then yeah. really what's going to happen, so I don't know.
0: Well, we were just talking about that last night. My son, who's 17, said, you know, it's not like I don't like Bidgin, you know how your episodes all come out on Netflix. He goes, but there's something to be said about, oh, it's on tonight and what's going to happen, and you have to wait for it, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm, I'm still like that with Grey's Anatomy. Like, I couldn't wait for it to come back, and... um you know, I like, I still watch a lot of broadcast. I know that there's Netflix, I'm, I'm, I have the subscriptions to everything, but my preference, yeah. like a homepage, is yeah. ABC, and I watch, you know, the ABC News, and the ABC morning shows, and, and I, because of that, I watch mainly the ABC shows at night, but I like broadcasts. I like procedural dramas that have a through line, but then an encapsulated story uh, each week, and I look forward to that stuff, so. Well, you being the expert, you're making me want to check out General Hospital because
0: if you like it, there's got to be something to it.
1: Oh, it's good. It's good (laughs) right now. I'm telling you, there's some storylines that were hanging out there forever that all of a sudden (laughs) three storylines came together and were kind of resolved. But then they pivoted off of that and go to the next one and you go, oh, my gosh, I can't wait to see what happens tomorrow. And it is my uh, thing that I kind of hold out there as incentive. Like, Lisa, if you do your exercises today. Then you, can wa- then you can watch General Hospital. But if you don't, then you have to wait a day. So um, <laughs> I get that. Instead of, can- instead of the candy bar, you know, which no, no, is <laughs> no, counterproductive. I,
0: I do the same thing. We have a show, and I go, all right, well, let's see. Is it 8 o'clock, 8 could Now we can watch it. And I really, really look forward to that. All right, tell me about the dog and cat. I need to hear.
1: Well, I have two dogs, and, um, and then my cat that's really a dog trapped in a cat suit. Um, I get it. Yeah, so my first dog, um, his name's Lil Bear. He is the puppy of Armani and Chloe who have since passed, and mm. I've had him since he was born, literally, and he just turned eighteen years old. What? He's a long haired chihuahua. He's in 18. you know, really great health for an old dog. Um he's got a little cough now. He went to the vet, he's the cutest thing ever. Um and, yeah, he is my longest relationship, <laughs> period. Uh, love, I love oh when he my just gosh. Uh, wakes up every morning. That brings me joy. And and when he's ready to not wake up in the morning, he will let me know. But for yeah. right now, uh, status quo. Uh, and then Little Bear and I traveled to the Dominican Republic. That was one of my adventures in 2015. Um we had just lost his mother, so she was supposed to come with us. So we were grieving a little bit when we arrived in this new place. And a week later, a skinny, starving dog kind of just showed up on the doorstep. And I went, oh, oh I have to feed you. Um, and so I did, and she never left. And I was studying Spanish at the time, so I just called her Chica, which it means girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, did not know at that time that I would be bringing her home because she was a life-size dog. She was you know, then only 20 pounds, but she's about 40 now. Um, And she's the same height and length, uh, she just needed to eat. Uh, So I've had Chica since 2015. And uh, she's uh, what I call a big Chihuahua. Turns out that she's part Chihuahua and part Rhodesian Ridgeback. So the perfect size of a between a 100 pound dog and a and a 10 pound dog. She's got a 40 pound dog. <laughs> okay. And I see her walking around right now outside my window. Uh, just adore her. And then my kitty, Georgie, kind of came along. I was at a uh, volunteering for Best Friends Animal Society at a kitten adoption event. And I really didn't know too much about. What happens when kittens are found, or or people have cats that have kittens or feral kittens, Mm -hmm. that if they are not um, weaned yet, and you take them to the shelter, most of the time they just euthanize them. Oh God! Because they don't have the manpower to bottle feed every two hours like a kitten needs, and so um, it's very critical that uh, they find fosters. So I became a foster to four... I walked out that day being a foster to four little kittens that I needed a bottle feed every two hours because I worked oh from my. home. Oh, my. And one of them kind of stood out and had this great personality and i got the other ones old enough to wean i got them all old enough to wean um, uh, and took them back to the no kill animal shelter at best friends they've been adopted uh and i kept georgie and georgie's name is georgie because i didn't know if he was a boy or a girl um Ah. so i thought first it's boy george and then it's georgie girl and then it's (laughs) yeah so um georgie stuck but georgie is a boy
0: So, you know, I'm laughing because my son and I, we decided not to go on the big family vacation at the shore because of what was going on with COVID. So we were going to stay home and we ended up, we already have three cats and a dog, but we got convinced, and it's the best thing we ever did, to adopt two baby kittens that were just left. I mean, they weren't even with their mom for one day and they're the cutest little thing, but they suckle on everything, Lisa. Yes, they do because they didn't have their mom for a day. De- you know so it, yeah they bottle fed them but still in all he'll
1: be sleeping you know, like they just they will up. grow out of that they will? they will they will but you know the kneading, the the, the like kneading bread right mm-hmm. the the pawing and the suckling um you know georgie used to go after my earlobe after my any yes. anything that he could get his mouth around and he's about <laughs> 3 now um, oh. and and they do and then you miss it yeah. First it's oh, annoying, will? you know, yeah. and then you go, oh, <laughs> I wish they would do that again. But yeah. yeah. Well, oh, they bring so much babies. joy,
0: so much joy, don't they? Yes. So much joy. Yes. All right. So you, I have a question for you. I'm trying to look at all these things that you do. And I always ask my um, peeps for some questions for you. And I send out, you know, what you said. So they want to know, this might be a hard one, of all the things you've done, is there one thing you like the most? Is it writing, acting, singing, coaching?
1: I'm going to say coaching, and I had this conversation with my own coach this morning, who I check in with every morning. I have a wake-up coach. Really? <laughs> it, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's amazing because I live alone. I don't have coffee talk with you know a, a partner or a roommate. Uh, you know, Chica talks, but not in you know she's a good girl but uh so i i i really talked about that the thing that i love most is helping people the thing that i love most is making a contribution that is my joy and if i say anything that inspires somebody to a new thought a new action a new activity a new uh, a new level of joy for themselves i feel so satisfied you know there's a lot of people out there who just you just your givers um and it's not better or worse than the takers because we need the takers for the givers to be able to do what they do yes we Uh, do (laughs) yeah right it's always front of the hand back of the hand there's the giving there's the receiving i shouldn't say takers i should say receivers that actually sounds a lot better and that's what i meant um so actually having an open receiver to your gifts is the best kind of relationship And then I practice my own receiving. I learn just as much from the people I coach for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, So it really is a cyclical process. You know, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. The teacher learns from the student. It's all the same cycle. And so out of everything I do, that is my favorite.
0: You know, what? I agree, and I'm so happy you said that because I do feel the same way. I always say, you know, people say, "Oh, you're such a giver." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm kind of selfish. It brings me lots of joy, right?"
1: There's right. I mean, better. have you ever wanted to give a gift at the holidays and you thought it was the perfect gift, and then somebody opened it and went, "Oh, is <laughs> oh my god? So, yes, uh, yes, that's happened yeah. to me." Right. Or you say something that you just know is gonna make a difference but it falls on deaf ears. That's why it is a it is a it is a communication process and the joy is in the giving, right? But then there's also joy in receiving. So uh, you're but you're right. You, but, yeah. But and your name is joy, so you, you it's automatically. <laughs>
0: you get it. Well, you know, that would really suck if I wasn't a joyful person, but <laughs> No, it's but I'm glad you said that because it's true. Yeah, you give something to someone and if they went, Oh, okay. Huh. Yes. You're like, crap. All right. Next question. Ready? I'm ready. So this is a this is a big one. If you could have one of your perfect days from beginning to end, what would it look like for Lisa? What would she do from morning to night?
1: It's very funny because I've been asked that recently, so I actually have the answer right. Oh, away. there you go. I would get uh, – the first thing is I would have no appointments. I mean, I live on – I, I – get stuff done and I and I my world is managed by my calendar mm-hmm. and it's actually freedom for me however my perfect day really would be nothing on my calendar that I didn't want to do when I felt inspired to do it so um, unlike a vacation I would get up in my own home and as we do every day now uh and i would probably go sit out in the sun that's why i love living in sunny southern california because here it is winter and it's uh gonna be almost 80 degrees today and it's snowing here is my perfect <laughs> perfect day and i would read and i would read fiction mm. <laughs> I, I i read a lot to improve my mindset i read a lot to have specific knowledge but my pleasure would be in reading a novel reading a book and um And then playing with my dogs, nice long walks. Um, uh, Just the other day, I actually washed my own car. You know, who does that anymore? You go to the car wash, but I (laughs) I took pleasure. It would be checking in, like we said, being aware earlier, and go, what do I feel like doing right now? And Mm. then doing that.
0: Yeah. What do I feel like
1: doing right now? Might be a nap. Might be um, cleaning out my storage unit. Might be whatever it is it would be whatever called to me in that moment and doing that instead of the things that I have to do or Mm -hmm. things that and, and and not have to do like an obligation because truthfully my only job in life is to be happy so but I also have a job that pays and I also have you know, my responsibilities to my friends, my family, my household, my body, mm-hmm. my, all that. But there's things that when I say the word have to do that I've chosen to do, but now it's on my schedule and now gotcha. I got to do it, right? Yeah. But yeah, yeah, just to have that freedom. And I did that for my birthday uh, this past year. As I said, I'm turning off my phone. I'm not getting on the Spock box. I'm not doing anything. And I'm just going to have one of those days. And it was the most pleasurable, most perfect day. So
0: I love hearing that. What was your birthday?
1: Oh, October 10th, a 10, ten I'm a very balanced Libra. Oh.
0: <laughs> I love that you did what you wanted to do for your birthday because I just had this big debate with someone that says, well, you know, your birthday really isn't about you, Sandy. It's about pleasing other people. I went, huh? huh? What? what? What do you mean? No.
1: Yeah. Come it's on. It's all I... about you. It's the one day on the planet when all of the people acknowledge you just for existing and you get love and you get, uh, uh, you know, a uh, best wishes and people sing to you and they celebrate you. And so again, there's that being and receiving on your birthday. You should just be in receiving of all the love and all the support and all the acknowledgement from anywhere and everywhere. You can get it. I agree, (laughs) Lisa. I
0: knew there were a million reasons why I liked you. All right, let's go on now. Okay. All right. We, by the way, I had no idea we had this much of a like mindset, but it's crazy because I'm going, huh? There's no argument there, huh? There's no argument there, right on. So that's pretty cool. All
1: right, books. That's the law of attraction, which is my other big fun thing. The law of attraction brought us together. Absol- there is
0: there's no doubt.
1: Aligned energies.
0: Aligned Woo-hoo. energies. They can be felt everywhere. Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's a whole other podcast. All right, but let's talk about your books. What'd you write about?
1: Okay, well, I've had several books in me for years. The problem is, is a lot of the 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 process of getting it out of your brain, onto paper, and in order, and then get it published has seemed a daunting task. And so I was in a workshop, because I love to take workshops as a participant. Education is my recreation. I just dig learning. And in this one workshop, we were challenged to write a book in 24 hours. And I went, what? I've been working on this book that's never been a book for 10 years now. And... (laughs) 24 hours. Yeah, it just again for the process. And so instead of, you know, trying to write this book, he said, listen, just go do your first book. Make it a quotes book. Go on the internet and find all these quotes that you like and put them into a book and, you know, give credit where credit is due. And then you go on Amazon and you upload it to through Kindle Publishing and blah, 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 and boom, you got a book. And then we'll have everybody in the workshop tomorrow buy your book you set it for 99 cents and then it'll shoot you to number one on Amazon. And I'm like, well, shut damn. the front door. Yeah. No. And I'm like, Okay. So I did it, but instead of a quote book, because I really couldn't find the quotes that matched what I wanted to put out there. I wanted it to be quotes from creatives, like me, basically agents, casting directors, writers, directors, producers. And I just found it daunting that I couldn't really find the right quotes. So the next book that he says in the series that's easy to do is a steps book. Here's my steps to this fruition. Well, I've been leading a course forever called Eight Steps to Reps, which helps creatives get representation, agents and managers. Yeah, so yeah. I had all the steps down. And I said, well, let me just take this document that I've been handing out. So I created my Eight Steps to Reps book, and I did just that. I, I found somebody to help me in that course do cover art. I went back to friends, and I got it done in freaking 24 hours and i was called up on stage the next day and there were only about out of the mm, i don't maybe a couple thousand people in this court maybe 500 i don't know there were hundreds of people in this course and it was live it was back when we could still gather in a room and i stood up on stage and uh, the leader says okay everybody pull out your cell phones go to amazon and buy the book and they did for 99 cents. yeah because people really want to contribute and we were all in this together and it was a business seminar <clears throat> it was rockstar marketing love and, it uh, love it i think it was rockstar marketing boot camp and by the way now i'm in this guy's mastermind group because you know look it's, it's you find something out there that works and a group of people that support you and you, and you continue that's what good coaching does yep. it inspires you to continue because We can't do it alone. But anyway, so my first uh, number one best-selling book on Amazon uh, is called Eight Steps to Reps. And actually, it's a little pocket guide I've had printed in um, reality now that I Mm -hmm. kind of uh, either sell at events where when I used to be able to speak at live events uh, for creatives. And it really does break it down into eight, I won't say easy steps, but simple steps. Yeah, Um, yeah. Because nothing... (laughs) nothing's easy out there and and those that tell you it is are lying um uh it simple is different than easy sandy um simple is okay i see it i understand it i can do it and then you know easy is for people who just really don't want to do any work yeah that's that's what i I, I hear that's at least my interpretation of it no i i I,
0: and i do agree with that it just some things like you said it's simple it's not as complicated as others so the eight steps you know, to reps, you break it down, but you still have to put some work into it. I'm just intrigued by this whole thing. I mean that, by the way, side note. So I'm getting ready for my third book, which again, I've been working on for a year and now they're like, okay, it's due Friday. And I was like, holy freaking moly, how am I going to get done by Friday? And I'm, I'm thinking I better call your rock star marketing
1: guy. Well, there <laughs> like, you go, and and that was my second book, so that leads us to the second book, and he said, look, you don't, and, and and here's a clue, Sandy, you don't need to write the book alone, so what he does is he does compilation books, and he says, look, we've got really great minds here, we've got really great writers here, we've got really great contributors here, let's all do a book together, so that was my second book that was a compilation of a hundred uh, different people who who put out their secrets to success or whatever they wanted to write on. And I think this was called uh, Rockstar Marketing Secrets to Success, something like that. And we all did the compilation book and uh, we paid for the privilege of being in the book, which then basically covers the cost of printing right, right. and marketing and layouts and you know all the people that I didn't have to pay personally. So we all pulled our money, got it done, and then we shot that up to number one on Amazon. Go figure. Um, <laughs> I, so I, you notice I didn't say New York Times bestseller list. No, no. But, uh, doesn't Amazon matter. Doesn't matter. Does, right. Yeah. Um, and so it's nice to be number one in anything.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. No. And, it's,
1: and you know it's usually just an edification tool. Uh, the, the 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 bad news about books is most people who buy them they sit on the shelf and they don't get read. And then of the people that actually crack the book that they've bought and they. Uh, begin to read about 66 percent or two-thirds don't finish the book so um, what I've learned oh my gosh yeah and what I've learned about having a book and having it go to number one is it's an edification tool it just makes the other things you do like being a podcaster or a coach or uh, being an expert in your field in business I have a book I wrote a book it's a number one book People go, oh, that must mean X, that you're great at what you do. No, it just means you got a book. (laughs) (laughs) But it
0: does help you get indoors, Lisa. I know that for sure. Yes. I was trying to get all these keynote speaking engagements, and I wasn't getting in, wasn't getting in. And then I had a book. And guess what? I got it. And that's
1: why. That's exactly what I'm saying, is having a book is what gets you the other stuff.
0: Right. I didn't make a lot of money on the
1: book. (laughs) The people who are authors that want to make money writing and selling a book... Oi, have they got something to learn. It, it you know is that the days of, you know, making a great deal of money as a book author have really changed because of amazon.com because of mm. d- downloading the book which costs no money in digital form for 99 cents or $3, right? The right. book industry and the money that can be made on, you know, now if you were if you were, you know, uh, not Steven Spielberg, Steven Cujo. King, King, yes. If you were Stephen King or if you were all those writers, you know, uh, Dan Brown, who wrote those books back in the day when we, you know, got into these wonderful fiction books and and even autobiographies, even the folks that are reading, you know, writing all the political books and the tell-alls. That's to get them speaking engagements. That's to get them Mm. um, elected again. That's to get them, you know, uh, on podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) Right, exactly. Hey, if I didn't have two books, would I be on your podcast?
0: Yes, you would, because I thought you were dynamic and lovely, just splendid.
1: Love it. You're so fine. You're so great. Thank you. I I did. I just,
0: you know, when we talked about energy, when we were on that webinar, you stood out to me and i said why well, i asked you and hey, you, you to p-?
1: me and then we connected in the chat and we were like yes yeah. okay
0: so all right now this fascinates me cuz i love marketing so you know i love 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 it my business was built on me marketing myself but i love the way you say it's the food you buy the car you choose swiping right and left i never thought about that it's all marketing please tell leaf
1: well, I learned again in a seminar long ago, this phrase, everything is marketing and marketing is everything. And really, um, the choices we make to take an action, which whether it's click here or go this direction or buy this product or service is in marketing called a call to action, right? Whether it's paying money for something or like I just said it there, whether you swipe right or swipe left on a dating app When you go into the store, a grocery store, you usually go in with your intentions of buying bread, milk, eggs, whatever's on your list for the food you're going to, but then what if you pass something that has great marketing, a really great label, or somebody's now putting out samples of cheese, or, you know, then you can be called to buy something that wasn't on your list. That's great marketing. You know, Uh, Why do you think that the products that are um, really most well-known are right there at eye level on your shelf? Mm, The ones that are lesser known, they have to fight for shelf space. Things that are way too high and out of eye level or way too low and out of low level that don't have the same kind of marketing dollars behind them to get placed on that shelf. I mean, it's crazy. Ah. Everything is marketing. And, you know, when you're on a date uh you dress up you put on makeup ladies <laughs> uh you you know you you put your vet, best foot forward because you want it to go well you want there to be a call to action another date we're always help, hopeful. you know so when i say marketing it's uh because my audience is creatives like people who want to make money with their art but to them the word money marketing, <laughs> yeah well it's all about if you're in it for a business the but, but, what artists and creatives don't understand is they're so into the creation and the show but show has the word business after it show business right so the 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 end result of any business is to make money right however we want to make it a certain way we don't want to take advantage of people we want heart-centered marketing we want it we want what we do to serve others at least that's what i want yes, uh, i can't yes. say that's the same for everyone but um the intention of business is to make money so if you're a creative you've got a market
0: and so right, that's right. what i
1: do sandy's i teach creatives who didn't understand that they're not only uh creating the product or service but they also have to be the salesman of their own art um that's the icky part for them because we've got it as a human nature thing that marketing is bad Marketing is them trying to get us to do something that we wouldn't normally do, that it's got a bad rap. And I try to soften it by saying, no, it's everything. It, it, It is the thing that informs our decisions. We'll go, yes, I need that. I want that. That works for me. I'll go there. I'll spend my time, energy, effort, and money there, or I won't. Because that's not what I'm up to right now. And that's the thing that I also come into this alignment thing. Um, there's all these statistics out there that 80% of your audience will not buy or be interested in what you offer. It's not the right time. It's not the right price point. Or it's not the right thing. right? So when I, do my, when I do my seminars, I, I do a little... Um, example where i have i hold up my my cell phone and <clears throat> i ask the first four people to say no and the last person to say yes that represents 88 out of 100 percent, right? right so I, right. I just and i asked them to role play and i said i, I hand them i i hold up my phone i go will you buy my phone no i'm like <laughs> okay no problem uh will you buy my phone uh no and then I go down the line, and then find, and, and usually I, I'm doing a little play acting. By the time the third or fourth person says no, you're like, damn, I'm depressed. Right, why right. not? What's yeah. wrong with me? What's wrong with it? What's a, that's what we do as human beings. But then I go to the last person, and they say yes, and I get really excited because I just sold my phone. But then I go back, and I ask them why. So number one, why didn't you buy my phone? Well, it's, a Samsung, it's, a, it's an Android, and I'm looking for an iPhone. Oh, okay. 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 has nothing to do with me. Yep. Has to do with the product and why didn't you buy my phone well it has a gold cover and i'm looking for one with a red cover oh okay has nothing to do with me okay uh what's the reason you didn't buy my phone number three well um i, I want a flip phone i'm old school i just really don't need it to do anything other than make phone calls I'm like okay not it, whatever mm. you're needing it for this doesn't serve your needs or it's too much or it's you know um you know why didn't you buy my phone for whatever reason and then why did you buy my phone well it's the exact thing i needed at the exact time i needed at the and i and i have the money to pay for it it's the exact thing that i needed so these statistics are when you are marketing into an audience just be aware not everyone's going to say yes and it has nothing to do with you the salesperson it has to do with this product is not in alignment with what I need so then I take it and I layer this onto the creative community and I go every time you reach out to an agent or every time you go to an audition you know for a casting person or every time you submit and you don't hear anything back or you hear a no or you've done the best work you could do and you still don't get the gig it's not about you Even though it's really hard because as a human being who um, is an actor, particularly who is the instrument, you've got your product collapsed with you as a person. So I really try to separate that out in the mental mindset so that when you hear all these no's, I mean, let's face it, actors got a really tough row to hoe you're going to hear 99 no's usually before you hear a yes and our yeses don't come often enough which is why people stay starving artists they have the dream they go out and they do their flexible day job and it's really tough right now because those day jobs are gone you know bartenders, restaurants, Uber drivers it's it's really tough out there but this is when I come back to my creatives and I say, this is the time where you can work on your art. You can get better in your craft. Mm. You can, if you're a writer, now's the time to write. But it is also a time to get educated because knowledge is power. And this industry is not, we have all adapted. It's not going to return to the what it was before COVID, but it is going to adapt from here and move forward. And you need to get educated. You need to know more about marketing than ever. Because mm-hmm. now you got to do it online. Now you have to self-tape. Now if you make uh, visual art, you're going to have to sell it online. And you're going to have to package it. You're going to have to fill it. You're going to have to know who your audience is, target. You, I mean, there's so much. It makes me juicy to, to talk about it. Because it's, it, it, marketing can be just as creative as the creation that you want to market right if you just take it on like that so most again people they spend all their time in the show they spend all their time learning how to sing dance act you know model carry themselves whatever and then they come out into an industry that they can't get paid in because they didn't spend any time learning how to market that stuff So that's what I do, Sandy, is I help creatives learn how to speak about what they offer in a way that isn't about, well, I want a TV series, and I want an agent, and my dream is to play these characters. Nobody cares. They care about what they care about over there, and so you need to learn to speak about what you offer not what you want. And here's what I offer. When I uh, create these characters, my audience is left with this. Um, I inspire people. Uh, Mm. My product is... I I learn lines really quickly. So, you know, for you, Mr. Casting Director, who's interviewing me right now, you know, on set, I, you know, yes, I show up on time. You know, we want to know, like, and trust and work with people that we enjoy. And I just you know love the mindset part just as much in my coaching as I do the here do this do this do this yeah yeah because I have found and I'm sure you have as well because we're so aligned you can give everybody exactly what to do 80 percent won't do it you know their mindset is like oh it's going to be too tough or i don't want to yeah. you know so there's the exact and then you can also <laughs> there's a whole nother flip of the coin where you can give everybody all the you know you're you can do it you've got this mindset 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 and they go yes i'm in the prim- mindset but what the hell do i do <laughs> so i need to i bring these all together in my company act outside the box but that's a you know when you ask me we'll talk about that but it's really outside of the you know think outside the box I created this because you got to take the actions that are outside Mm -hmm. of the box of what you think you already know or what somebody else taught you that you've tried and isn't working (laughs) (laughs) you know Um, so I just love this stuff you could tell you could I'm sitting here I'm jotting down all these questions
0: and I had so many questions for you and but you kind of answered this one dude I'll call him guy because we make up names he said please ask her how I can gain confidence I used to be in sales uh, for a health club and I could sell anything to anyone because it wasn't my company but now I'm a trainer and everyone loves my service but I don't I have, like, he lacks the confidence to speak up about himself and talk about himself. He just feels uncomfortable. That's, okay,
1: perfect, perfect question, because that's exactly what I was just alluding to. You've got to separate who you are as a person from who you are as a product. So he now is collapsed. He is his own product. However, when he wants to talk about, so tell him, hi, guy, don't talk about yourself. Talk about what your training services do to benefit the people that say yes to you. Right. So again, uh, you know, this is like, you know, people who and this is where I I coach people in another one of my programs to take the word I when describing what you do, because it's not about me it's about you so and you can do what we call third party authority people who've trained with me have said this that they get inspired that they see results that you know he's going to have to say it how he says it because i don't know his training style but you know that working uh on these kinds of uh activities every day have benefited them in ways that blah 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 blah. you also want to get some testimonials from from training clients um, and say hey you know if I'm going to have my own website now and, and again if you're not online you're out of business I don't care what business you are whether that's social media whether it's a Facebook page whether it's a website whether it's an Instagram whatever it is somewhere you're you have to have a digital footprint it's nice to have what other people say about you by the way that's what social media is it's not what you say about yourself by the way that's your website Social media is what other people say about you and the interaction thereof. So um, you want to tell Guy, and Guy, if you're listening, thanks for asking, separate you, the seller, of your training services, just like you when it wasn't your business. You were able to sell the crap out of whatever when you worked at a gym or when it wasn't your company. Now that it's your company, it's the same thing.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. All right, let's get to Lizzie. Lizzie.
1: Wait, before we go to Lizzie, can I just tell you that that is step number two in my eight steps to reps, confidence and mindset.
0: Gotcha. And they're learnable. Yeah.
1: They're learnable. Okay, there you go. Yeah,
0: because that's what everybody says, oh, you either have it or you don't. And that's not true. Not true. It's
1: not true. It's something you can develop over time, and you want to feel good when you're communicating whether it's in writing, on social media, or in person, about, again, what you offer. So yeah. the more confident you are in what you offer, I mean, if you asked Guy, are you a great trainer? He'd go, of course I am. Yes. Of course yes. I am. I'm great at what I do. But, but it's not about what you do. It's what, the, what people who participate with you benefit. You gotta start looking over there. Yeah. Ask them. Ask them what's so great about your training services. Ask them for feedback. It's yeah. So
0: much better. I love it. Okay.
1: All right, I'm ready for Lizzie.
0: Well, hello there and thanks for listening. I'm so excited to offer some amazing new content and discounts on my Patreon. That's right. New to Patreon and starting as little as $3 a month. You can access exclusive podcast episodes, one-on-one calls and major discounts on my six week reset program. Visit patreon.com slash Sandy J Weston to get started. All right. Lizzie says she is a well-known child psychologist and she's starting a podcast because she just has a lot she wants to get out there, but she feels weird getting advertisers or grants. But she wants to make money from it. What should she do?
1: Got it. This is so funny. I had a, that's really funny. I had a client uh, earlier this year, just at the beginning of COVID, in this exact same position. Really. Um, Exactly. Exactly. Um, And she had done a podcast, but on another platform, not her own, not like this, where you put it out on Stitcher and iTunes and wherever people get their podcasts. Mm -hmm. Um, It was kind of like a, I won't go into it, but she wanted the same thing. So here's the first thing I would say. In your first year, Lizzie, don't worry about advertisers because you won't get any. Meaning until you have built a group of listeners... Mm-hmm. until you've built a following, until you've built your numbers. That's what advertisers are willing to pay for because they want to pay you money to get to your audience. So in the beginning, you don't have an audience. And that's your, that's your primary job. So just like opening up a business, it's going to be all money out in the beginning. Just you got to have a budget. You've got to be able to be willing to work in the red. And you've, uh, you know, maintain your desired lifestyle and invest money in your business. Again, this comes back to creatives as well. They come out of their, you know, training and they go, here I am, I'm ready. And they figure, I'm done spending money. I'm like, hell no, your money spending has just begun. (laughs) So if you don't have any money, it's really, 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 really hard. Um, So you can these days do podcasts for very little money if you have the technology wherewithal. Um, I always say it's either your time or your dime so if you've got the time and you want to learn the technical aspects and put out your own podcast and edit it all yourself and get it out on the podcast platforms yourself that's a lot of time if you have the money you're going to pay somebody else to do all that for you but you still have to build your audience and that's going to take in the world of and here's the other thing too, Lizzie, don't quit. Most people who start podcasts, they just stop them within the first year or two because they're not getting listeners. They, they, they've they stopped watering the dirt before the seed came up, right? You got to like water, that. you got to plant your seeds, then you got to water that dirt over and over and over again. And some seeds grow fast and some seeds go grow really slow and you just have to be confident it goes back to confidence that when you continue to do things over and over and over again, at some point, boom, you got a garden. Those are the listeners that people will pay for. Now, the second part of this is if you want to be your own advertiser, meaning in your podcast, you can put commercials for your own products and services. So as you're growing Ooh, your yeah. as you're growing your podcast listeners, you, you have also done a little commercial we're going to take you know a 30 second break for you know our sponsor and then the sponsor's you right and right. then it's a little commercial or you just say and by the way you guys for those of you listening I really want to send you to blah 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 which it's really it's kind of hard on a podcast in 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 audio but then you also put it in the show notes the link to where you want your audience to take action. Which is download my freebie, uh, buy my book, um, sign up for my coaching services, get on my email list. And so that hopefully your audience that you're building will take action and then pay you for something. And she said she's a psychologist. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, she's a child psychologist.
1: Great. So first of all, you can target your your podcast to the parents. The kids aren't going to listen. So you want (laughs) to find out who your target market is. You want to give them really great tips for free you want to have interviews with really great people all around this subject but sometimes it's not even about psychiatry it's just like what's good for your children you can bring on guests that make uh i saw somebody on good morning america today makes really healthy food to feed your brain to keep you going like you could there's no end to who you could have on um and then again Sell your own services or your
0: yeah. Or I like that because she's a child psychologist, so she can right? sell. Them.
1: Yeah, and she says, and by the way, for those of you that are needing a little help with your child, I would love to help you. Please go to my website or my, you know, and sign up, and I'll give, and you will get my ten best tips for dealing with your child during the pandemic. Then they go on your email list. See, I'm giving all this free marketing advice, right? But do it. But here's yeah. the thing: eighty percent of you won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> But 20% will. But 20% will. So for the 20% that are actually going to take action on this, and that means you, Lizzie, you know, you can lead people. The whole point of a podcast, oh, you're going to love this. The whole point of a podcast is what the point of television was. We create all these wonderful shows that we watch, the dramas that we, mm-hmm. you know, the All My Children's in general, so that we can sell, so, that, so it's the commercials that are in between. There's no reason mm-hmm. to have these shows. The reason for television is the commercials to sell soap. The reason for podcasts uh, is to lead you somewhere else. The reason for podcasts is now it's the new TV, only we just listen. We don't watch anymore, right? right? Right. So we're listening and we're listening for information that has me want to take action. And so you've got to get me off of the listening list and onto either an email list, a coaching list, so that I can continue to market. Right. Or I, you know, and if you want to make money, there really are, uh, uh, there's a third way, by the way, if you don't offer your own products or services or are not set up yet to have that all handled online by going to a link or an opt in, and you don't have enough of an audience yet to just pay you to advertise for them, then the third way is what we call affiliate marketing. So you send them to somewhere else. That's a product or service for their child. Uh, Somebody else who has all of that going on, that then you have an affiliate link. Um, I'm, I'm, about, I'm opening that up right now for my group of, uh, of creatives. I'm creating affiliate links. Now, not everybody will want to do it. Not everybody cares. But I'm like, hey, I have this program called the Gold Standard. It's for all creatives. You're already in the program. Um, if you share it with people naturally because you're getting such benefit out of it, then here's my link that you can put out to them. Then when your friends sign up for the Gold Standard, that link tracks and pays you whatever I decide, 10%, 50%, $10, whatever it is, right? Yeah. And somebody goes, oh, I'd like to be an affiliate. So you as the podcaster who wants to try to make money, need to find an yep. aligned uh, product or service if, if it's not your own or in addition to your own and become an affiliate for that product or service get your affiliate link and now when you're on your podcast serving the crap out of your audience giving them all this great information all of these great things you're going to go and hey i really want to tell you about this guy over here uh she's got a great cookbook for feeding your child's mind and um you know, I'm making this all up, right? So I'm uh, feeding your child's no. mind, the healthiest things. <laughs> but there are you, stuff yeah. like that, yeah. And and she's giving this away, and I really just highly recommend this. So, you know, you can go to blah, 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 blah.com or look in the show notes for the link, and that's great. And then when your audience of podcast listeners go through your affiliate link to that person's child cookbook that costs $40 and yep. they give a $10 commission, boom, you get $10.
0: I love that. And I've done that for different companies and it works. And plus, you get to pick the stuff you believe in. So it's really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. All right, Lisa, I just could talk to you forever. And I know my listeners are going to say, oh my God, bring her on again. That was so much information. But we got to get down here to the nitty gritty and do rapid fire and then tell them how they can find you. Are you
1: ready? I am ready. Ooh, rapid fire. Okay. (laughs) I don't know if I'm ready for that, but ready, fire, aim. Not ready, fire. Fire, go ahead.
0: No, but by the way, you really, it's been a delight. And I know that this is going to blow up because it's fascinating. And not just for people in the theater business, but you can apply it to everything. You know, everything, no matter what you do in life. So I
1: I agree. And Sandy, I've said I could, I can be just as effective for somebody who wants to open a plumbing store or sell a widget because the process of marketing is the same for every product, every service, every one case closed. I just, for my community, use creative words and analogies that they understand because that's my target market because that's my background of experience. For you listeners, if you've got a product, a service, an idea, a dream, it's all the same. The procedure is the same. And so I feel like as a coach, I can help anybody do anything that they want. Uh, It's just the words. And so all of my Uh, I've got a couple of different things going on, but yes, I digress. Rapid fire, go ahead. (laughs) No, no, you didn't digress, but I'm... I so agree because it was funny because
0: one of my first books I put out it was mindset and fitness and everybody was so sure everyone was buying it for the fitness but guess what the mindset stuff works for your body as well as your job so it doesn't matter you apply it to everything that's what so, that's
1: what the word holistic means yeah. it's for everything the mind body spirit holistic right The yep. whole human being not just the spirit not just the body not just the brain you know so uh, I love this i could talk for another hour too <laughs> oh, you
0: go. all right so here we go ready yes favorite song that you ever sang
1: someone like you and that's not the um adele someone like you that's the linda Etter, someone like you from the broadway musical jekyll and hyde
0: all right do you still sing
1: absolutely
0: can you sing a few words
1: someone Anything. like you found someone like me and suddenly nothing will ever be the same my heart's taken wing and i feel so alive cause someone like you found me Oh my god that's morning <clears throat> phlegm but thank you <laughs>
0: Oh my Lisa that yeah. is incredible! I got chills all over my body. I First oh, of all, I see. I should it,
1: not make an excuse. No, no excuses. That's was how I sing. Thank you very much. Ama- I'm no, receiving. I'm not
0: kidding. <laughs> By the way, that is one of my favorite songs of all time. And she did not know that. People that know me know that's one of my favorite songs.
1: Really? You, Are you kidding
0: yeah. me? I am not kidding you. <gasps> and I'm a horrible singer, but I sing anyhow. My my background's dancing, and I sing. And if you ask some of my friends and my family, I sing that song. Way bad, but I don't care because the words are just a me and that version. I'm not freaking kidding you. And she did not know people. I you did not, not
1: know that.
0: Yeah, oh, I love
1: the universal law of attraction. I, I, I was
0: so getting about, like chills. But you have a, such an amazing voice; it's incredible.
1: Thank oh my you. god! And yes, and it, it is something that I know that is a gift that I also worked to perfect in, in school and went to North Carolina School of the Arts and, and took voice lessons for years and I sung with, for presidents and I sang at the 20th anniversary of the lunar landing and I have a wonderful history as a singer. I'm not doing it now for money now I do it for pleasure because mm. my pleasure is now helping other people reach their goals and dreams.
0: Oh I could just listen to you sing forever.
1: Okay now I'm like rapid fire. I got woo. alright. Favorite
0: color? Green favorite food pizza something that we don't know about you that you're willing to share
1: i used to weigh 269 pounds uh, and i was a size 26 and i had gastric bypass in 2001 so i can't mm. believe it's been almost 20 years and yeah. i lost over 100 pounds and people wow. who have known me in the last two decades would never have ever thought that I was a bigger girl. So I have a a real compassion for people with weight uh, because mm. you are not your meat sack. Oh, you I love that. Are, you, I love that. you are as a human is 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 inside and part of. And that meat sack is designed to carry who you are around. And, yes, we need to take care of it. And so that's what I did.
0: <laughs> that's a whole nother podcast. All right. Anywho. Uh, your favorite show, I mean, I, we know, is General Hospital, or is General Hospital. All right, just want to make sure. So, when you were a child, what was it like? Were you always performer? Did you go around singing and acting and jumping up on hassocks so people would see
1: you? always performing as a matter of fact and i think it was always a a entrepreneur somehow too because we would create little shows in the garage and then we would go around and sell tickets to the neighborhood for a quarter and we would have a show and we'd make money um and uh my dad was an an entertainer he's since made his transition but he was Mm. a singer and a comedian my whole life he would call me up on stage uh i would sing with him uh he would play the piano i would sing um My whole life was performing. Um, I always wanted to be that girl in the spotlight. Somewhere along the lines, that desire for that uh, being in the spotlight performing changed to me helping other people. But I know that I have a gift for Gab. I know I've got a couple of gifts, but my my biggest gift is... is, um, my new stage is here being on podcasts and mm. and coaching and that's my new I, I don't want to call it performing but my 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 acknowledgement is when you get what you want and you're so excited about it so i don't need to be on the stage anymore to do that but yeah, yeah. i grew up as a performer
0: yeah okay favorite movie
1: oh that is a tough one
0: um or just couple
1: in terms of endearment i still for whatever reason that just is in my mind in terms of endearment, um, which is really dating myself. I loved Avatar. Uh, mm. I know that's old now too, if you can believe that. Um, yeah. I don't, uh, The Big Sick is one of the movies that I saw within the last several years that I just really enjoyed and shared with yeah. so many people. Um, if you haven't watched it, it's really great.
0: Yeah, it is good. Um,
1: and now, of course, movies kind of been replaced by binge watching those, you know, episodic Show yeah. so, uh, yeah. another uh, one that I fell in love with is called um, The Great on Hulu.
0: The Great loved
1: it. The Great binge I it. Did see that so good, okay. so good. Okay, do
0: that. All right. Oh, now. and of course
1: the marvelous Mrs. Maisel because she's a comic, and it reminds me of my father and and you know, what it takes to be a comic and learn your audience and learn. I, no wait,
0: I, a I, I I never is. saw that.
1: You're kidding. No. no oh that is a must that is an amazon prime or it's an amazon show the marvelous okay, the, mrs Maisel has won tons of emmys
0: oh I'm, I'm it down i'm so excited yay, i'm right yay something new to watch no you know what although my family might <laughs> something about me i could watch a movie and a month later say i never saw that and they go mom we just watched that Three weeks ago <laughs>
1: because there's so much content you guys and we can't hold it all in our I don't
0: know tiny, I'm tiny little my-
1: you know alligator brains we we have we have dinosaur brains and it wasn't designed to hold this much content in information
0: I don't know okay Broadway show one of your favorite Broadway shows
1: Jekyll and Hyde that's to be sure uh, and then I also loved um, oh God what's the what was the one with the stri- with the guys that were the strippers Patrick Wilson made it famous. Ooh. Oh my goodness, I know
0: what you're talking about. I'll uh, wake up in the middle of the night and think about it. I know exactly. Yes,
1: and I loved it, and I went to see it three times, and I never see stuff more than once because, you know, A, the price of the ticket, and B, because, yes. you know, I, got, I would rather see something new. Right. But, um, oh, 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 it's going to come to me. You, it will, it will. And we can put it yeah, in the notes. It was footnotes. a movie first, and then they made yeah, it. Yeah, I know the show.
0: exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, one of us might think about it, but we'll put it in the notes. Okay. Going out with friends. We talked about your favorite day, but where would you go with friends when you can go out and hang out? What would you do?
1: Dinner and a movie, pretty much. That's pretty standard, but um, go eat a really nice meal and, and then go to the movies. Um, that's and even I would do that by myself I'd do that with a group of friends but I always on Thursday there was a local movie theater the Lemley where they have free popcorn Thursday and and it's right near my gym parking lot so it was my free day right so I'd go get uh, free popcorn and, and free parking and the movies were you know discounted and I would just sit and that's my favorite thing to do and this movie theater let you bring in outside food. So I'd go to Chipotle next Whoa. door, bring in a burrito or a pizza, you know, and I'm like, That's wow, huge. Oh, my yeah. God. I, it's like my great I artist. I sneak it me, in anyway. And then, appreci- and then appreciate the people that are entertaining me. And I, yeah, And I stay through all the credits, guys. Listen, stay through all the credits. It's not just the actors who make a movie. It's the yeah. hundreds, if not thousands of people behind the scenes. You should look at their names.
0: I have to appreciate admit, them. Acknowledge the them. times that I would want to go out. My son makes me sit through I goes, mom, mom, don't leave. I go
1: okay. I'll tell you that's but, the difference of uh, going to the you know, going to the movies in Los Angeles. At least half your audience stays through the credits. I yeah. don't know about anywhere else, but uh, maybe in New York City. But um, if you're in the industry, you know, yeah, you've got to appreciate the whole team.
0: Yeah, I agree. Okay, when I say the word universe, what does it mean to you?
1: Endlessness, timelessness, fluidity, uh, there is no death, Um, I'm not a god person, like, praying to an entity up there i think it's a soul soup situation we're spiritual we're spiritual beings before we come in and inhabit the the physical meat sacks and on earth and then when we transition we are still mainly that source energy uh and that's what the universe means to me it's vast it's never ending Mm. um it's so much of what we don't know that we don't know uh and Uh, somebody sent me a little movie clip of this particular earth in this particular universe that we are guests here that we forget there's a lot of species. There's a lot of living things on this planet and there's the ocean and there's the water and there's the sky and there's all these atoms. And as human beings, we don't get to control the earth. Although some would like to, Uh, we are guests here. We are a microcosm, a Mm. speck against The vastness that is the universe. And we should be grateful that that we were born into this opportunity. And we should always appreciate everything else that the universe is providing behind the scenes.
0: (laughs) I, I love that. I love that. That's just perfect. All right, favorite book?
1: Favorite book? Whatever the book is I'm reading right now is my favorite book. Okay. Um, I just completed a book. Uh, I'll give a great shout out to my friend Chris Lucas, who wrote the book along with his father, Ed Lucas, called Seeing Home, which was uh, an autobiography uh, about his father who went blind at the age of eight, struck by a baseball. His love was baseball. Mm. And he create all the obstacles he overcame in the you know late 50s and early 60s having the very first seeing eye dog almost at at, you know his university and and becoming so well known and well beloved in the baseball community. Joe DiMaggio, Phil Rizzuto, uh, Willie Mays, like uh, all these names, and he became uh, what's known as a color commentator. So mm-hmm. he knew all the stats, and you don't need to see to fill in um, the interviews and the lives and the behind the scenes. Part of baseball he knew all the statistics and so he made his career for 40 years doing that and now they're going to make his whole life story into a movie and that's thanks to Chris as well so Seeing Home uh, you can get it at Barnes and Noble or on Amazon and I was gifted that book and, and written you know a personal uh, note by Chris and what did it do? It sat on my bookshelf for five years hmm. he, he, he published it in 2015 and I said thank you Chris so much I'm going to read it and then life gets in the way took me five years to finally take it off my shelf and finally open it but it's the but it's one of the few books that didn't get you know sent to goodwill (laughs) yeah 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 right so it was so good when I finally read it um so again out of the world of statistics of buying books or being given books on your shelf that you don't read starting books that don't get finished yeah that one buy read and finish
0: well it's my kind of book so I'm definitely going to get it all right we got to go, man. But we want to know how to reach you, how to find
1: you, okay, what you're so, up to. So here's the thing. My company is called actoutsidethebox.com. Yes, it's a double entendre for acting. But basically, when I created that, it was for action. So the act stands for action. I don't have what we call uh, get on my email list freebie there right now. But if you just want to be on my general email list and find out about what I'm doing, go to my contact page. Uh, us page on there but for those people that are uh, the, the title of, is so great of your podcast that we call real people. Um, I've become an expert in real people in commercials so if you're a creative out there who thinks you'd like to be in a commercial um, I have a little uh, freebie called uh, 7 Ways to Make Money Just Being You and if mm. you go to makemoneyincommercials.com you can just put in your email address and uh, your first name and you'll get this download that gives you seven different ways to make money just being you and who doesn't need a little few extra you know cash dollars on the side. But my favorite way to make money uh, is to be in commercials. 70% of all commercials out there are non-union. So you don't need to be a professional, nor do they want you to be. They want you to be a real nurse or a real um, truck driver or a real user of Geico insurance. I can't even tell you. It's real, 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 real. And I was a talent agent for a while um back in 2016 2017 and i was like i don't have these people i don't have a real tattoo artist i don't have a person who's an actor who's also a real dentist so Mm. i saw this trend and i got out of being an agent uh because of it um and now i teach people how to launch their casting profiles i have uh uh, you know something that i've put together if you want to take that knowledge further um but that's the way to go is submitting yourself for all these real people commercials. And I got to tell you, since the pandemic, I've booked three of them uh, as a real person, not as an actor. I've booked one as an actor outside of that, but three real people commercials. Do you have real wrinkles? Yes, I do. I know you can't <laughs> see them, but I do. Um, are you a real type two diabetes sufferer? I am not, uh. but you do. Do you have real this? Do you, you know, it's just yeah. crazy what's out there. So if you think you might want a little extra hobby, Making a living as a commercial actor, very different. And agents are involved in all that. And, you know, but if you just want an extra fun hobby on the side that could make you a little money, by the way, you will have to invest. You'll have to get a casting platform. Anyway, the point is, as I go into all of that, uh, just go grab my freebie at makemoneyandcommercials.com. And there's six other ways to make money. And then the seventh way is in commercials.
0: I love it. Lisa Gold, it's been a true pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on. I really enjoyed it. We definitely have to hook up in some other time Can we exactly
1: do that? we're we're We are a uh nation apart uh across the miles, but I'm sure once uh it is safe if we all just you know take our personal responsibility to a heightened level that we will be able to be together again in person yeah, so and will. I'm looking forward to that
0: yeah I got to I Well, I did go to California almost every other month, so I'm sure that's going to happen. All right, my let's keep it real people. Come on. Did she keep it real and then some spread the word? So much fun and knowledge and tips. Get out there. Do some virtual hugs. And until next time, toodles.
1: Thanks for listening. Be sure to share and subscribe if you enjoyed
0: the show. And remember... Keep spreading the positive.